everybody. This is Monica, the Guardian Scholars Coordinator from CSU Bakersfield. We're really glad to be back here with you this week. It is the first week of June, if you can it, and we have now been self-isolating whew, for over three and a half months, you guys. A year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a year in JoJo's under construction. <laughs> Just kidding. She's not. Inside joke. We'll tell you later. Anyway, it is, uh, like I said, June 3rd, it's a Wednesday, and we're really happy to be back here. This is a really great place um, for us to discuss current events, especially today, uh, to talk about what's going on program-wide, and then we have a lot of interest coming into our little podcast here. Next week, we have President Lynette Zalesny from CSU Baker, so he'll be joining us. Woo-woo! Yeah, that's so We're exciting. very excited about having her with us, and I'm really looking forward to keeping that dialogue positive, and we're very curious about her, and we can't wait to know, hopefully, some of the inner workings of her student life and her climb in, in her career and uh, her ascent to being our First Lady President, so anyway... And maybe some tips, um, just in case one of us wants to be the president one day. Exactly. Um, I counted her degrees, and I think I'm like 2.5 degrees away from her. So obviously, I need to go back to school. But um, no, you're right, Daisy. Like, really, I'm very excited to speak with her. But today, I'm excited to be here with my co-hosts, Jojo and Daisy. I'm going to let them say hi to you real quick, and then we'll jump into our topic for the day. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> go, go ahead. Try it again. Together. No, just kidding. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's JoJo. Um, I'm excited to talk about the topics um, that we're going to discuss today. And I hope you guys like what we talk about. And hopefully we get some feedback from it. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Daisy. And I am a little... I'll get through it. But yeah. <laughs> that was very real. <laughs> that sigh, that gasp is how we're all feeling today. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's address that because we're just gonna we're just gonna speak about the elephant in the room, I guess. And we are um, in the middle of nationwide protests, uh, nationwide. Um, occupation of some of our cities and um we're having a lot going on because of the um, arrest and conviction of the police who um murdered an african-american man in l no in minneapolis correct and um, one of the reasons that we were a little bit nervous about coming on today and talking about our topic was because we are in the middle of Many protests that are going on, demonstrations nationwide. Uh, lots of people have been hurt. Lots of people have been arrested. Um, we're in the middle of just upheaval right now. And on top of COVID, we are now all feeling this um, based on wherever we're from and what our background is and what our worldviews are and our life perspectives and our boundaries as human beings and our need for respect. And so we were really wanting to be sensitive today in terms of how we would process this with you and bring it to you and apply it to conversation. So just know that as you all, as our audience members this week, are feeling the weight of what's going on socially, politically, 
legally in this country, so are we. It's in the forefront of our minds this week. So I think that's one of the reasons why we were very nervous about recording today and feeling just the weight of this emotionally. So not to get too heavy into that today, we wanted to really acknowledge what was going on and talk about how it's related to our topic, which is today and was planned to be for some time, something we call emotional flexibility. And um, we're going to be talking about how it relates to changes going on this summer, um, how it relates to us going online academically in the fall. And then even in terms of what's going on this week and, and what's been going on the last few days. So emotional flexibility is what you guys jump in. Emotional flexibility is being able to adapt to different situations and different obstacles that you may face and that may bring you different feelings and different emotions. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Daisy? Yeah, it's emotion. Yeah. Emotional flexibility happens, you know, when something dramatic happens in your life and you were used to something else and then, you know, it just comes out of nowhere and you have to learn to adapt and cope and um, keep going. Exactly. And one of the reasons this was so important this week is because we finished up our semester about a week and a half ago. We are moving. Yeah, thank God. We are moving into a summer of um, virtual programming. And then we're moving into entire fall for CSU Bakersfield anyway of online courses. And for many of us, as we've stated many times before in our previous podcast, this is an entirely new way of life, of learning, of socializing, of trying to build community with our program. And we are all trying to and having to adapt super, super fast. And um, to be quite honest, we're feeling the weight of this emotionally um, because it's a completely different time in life. And it's a completely different time and a different way of coping and of um, living out our careers, living out our academic experience. And we really felt like it was important for us to talk about some additional ways in terms of how we're going to deal with this. And um, one of the things we wanted to talk about was the difference between coping and the difference between adapting. They're super similar, but they're also different in how they relate to the situation. So, Jojo, you want to talk about coping, and then, Daisy, maybe you talk about adapting? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, to me, coping is – how can I say this? Um, coping is the way you deal with something. It can be financially. It can be – academic it can be personal it's coming to a realization of what's happening and what's going on at hand in this very moment right um coping has been one of the main topics that we have been discussing as a program um have that i've been discussing in my house with my family um and coping with this academically wise um that's very important um in my life academic wise because me I never really took 
online classes before this semester, before this last semester shifted over. And to be honest, I wasn't going to go and retake another online class. I decided it wasn't for me. But now I have no choice. It is for me. It's for everybody at CSUB right now. Um, so to be honest, I just have to really sit down and cope and understand that it's nothing that I can do to change what's going on. So I pretty much have to sit down and come to the realization that I'm going to learn how to navigate more effectively online. I'm going to learn how to be more involved in online assignments and checking my schedule and planning and all of that stuff. So with that being said, overall, coping, you just have to deal with what's going on right now. Right. And adapting is a part of that, but it's different. Daisy, you have any insight about that? Yeah, so yeah, so adapting is more like what are we, what am I, what are you, what are what are we gonna mm-hmm. do about it? You know, like how what's gonna be our plan? What are we going to do to help us um, with what's going on? And yeah, like, what is our plan? How are we? Because we have to do it no matter what, right. like Jojo said. Right. So what what are we going to do? It's what's either like sink or swim. Everything. Right. And although that, yeah. that, and I know that doesn't really sound like flexibility, but if you think about it, it really is because it's a choice and where your academic life is concerned or your personal life is concerned, it's either like we're going to be successful in it or we're going to choose another route. And I won't call the other option being unsuccessful. It's just another route. But where academic life is concerned and work life is concerned, some of us don't have a choice. This is what we have to do in order to make this work. And I think that's being emotionally flexible. I think it's being intellectually flexible. I think it's being flexible in our professional life which some of us become complacent and some of us have become really accustomed and comfortable to the way we always do things. I know that I became like that in my career and that's a place we all strive to be, right? A place of comfort, a place of familiarity, a place of we want to stay here. We worked really hard to create this environment and this rhythm to life. And then suddenly we don't have that environment and rhythm to And so we either sink or we swim. And um, I think today when we're talking about flexibility, it's about those two things, understanding that we have a, you know, a place in our lives where we have to cope with this and then deciding how to adapt to this new situation. And I think this week, and I don't know if you all agree with me, but this week has been even more challenging because now socially, and politically, and just culturally, we are being so challenged by what's going on in our country. And we have to flex even harder at this point to be flexible, right? Because it's, it's impacting exactly. us, even, you know, consciously, subconsciously, um, we are being impacted in every way. And I feel, I don't know if you do, guys, if you guys do, but I feel very altered you know, emotionally this week. And um, there are ways that I'm coping with it. And then in some ways, I guess, adapting to it. Adapting doesn't mean that it makes it okay. Adapting 
for me, that's a swimming part. That's the, I have to continue swimming in spite of what's going on because part of our work is to represent underrepresented people here at Guardian Scholars. Part of our work is to continue to support under and unsupported people in higher education. Part of our work is to continue the outreach efforts, making sure people are aware that there is help out there. And then I'm really proud that Guardian Scholars has always been a partner to diverse populations, lifting them up, pulling them out, being there for them, supporting them academically, financially, socially, culturally in every way. And so that this week has taken some flexibility. Otherwise we get mired down and we stop swimming. And for me, that's been something really important to think about this week. Like you can't stop swimming. You have to keep swimming, even if you're treading water just for a second, you know, stop, keep treading, but don't drown. (laughs) Don't go underneath because we got to keep it moving. (laughs) You know, there's going to be a time past this week when there's going to be a raised awareness and a a heightened for what we do. And for me, the adapting part, the being flexible part was being prepared for when this time comes and wanting to be a part of that forward movement that we always have been as EOP and Guardian Scholars. So I don't know, that's kind of how I thought about it this week, academically and professionally for myself. And have, it's made me stretch my flexibility this week because it's been tough. So it has. But, Go ahead, Daisy. It's also um, interesting, and we really have to be conscious because now, uh, because of COVID and quarantine, we have to rely on our phones, on social media. But then this happened um, with what's Mm -hmm. going on, like, today. And so then we have to just adapt to all of this, like, where relying on our phones and social media but also you know just socially and it's just I, yeah and never I know, does, does it make maybe sense? like it recognizing what our boundaries and limitations are like being informed staying informed and then stepping away for a second to to cope right yeah. mm-hmm. understood mm-hmm. yeah like just to um go back a little bit um uh, we did talk about earlier how being flexible academically and socially but we also have to think about the work world as of right now this podcast I'm working (laughs) and um, this is not the way that we normally did things and certain jobs and because of what's going on certain jobs have changed certain responsibilities mm-hmm. have changed. And then I know with a lot, a lot of our scholars, some of them don't have jobs yet. Some of them do. But majority of them, they're trying to um, right. get a job right now. And with everything that's going on, how you would apply or how you would handle a job situation before is not the same way that you'll handle it today with right. everything going on. So... My, I just wanted to give a little advice or a little side note for um, the people who who's working, who want to work, and being able to adapt in the work world will be able to benefit you in the long run. 
And I want to say on that is because, like I mentioned earlier, with everything changing, there will be changes, improvements, and alterations that have to be made. And with you being able to fully adapt, when all of this is over, all of this should be something you'll be able to put on Mm -hmm. your resume. Being able to transition during a pandemic. Whoever put that on their resume recently, Mm -mm. not me, not nobody that I know. So we're all about to go through something and be able to benefit off of it. Um, I know this topic can be negative or viewed as negative or sad, but there is some positivity that we can get out of it, which is building that resume, building that foundation. So when everything is done and it's time for us to move on and continue in a work life, you'll be able to put these things that you that you did during this time on your resume and that's going to show like, oh, you, your whole life changed. Everything that you were doing once before, you have to completely change it and now you're adapting to this and you succeeded in this. So now you're able to put that transition on your resume and build yourself up. So don't think about everything that's negative. Think about the positives that's going on um, with emotional flexibility. Everything is not sad or having to be like, dang, I have to change. Dang, my life is over. Dang. No, it's new ways. This is our time for us to develop and to build ourselves up, each other up, our teams, like motivate. All Because in reality, all we have is ourselves and we can't go outside. We can't go hang out and go to the movies and do anything like that. So let's use this time and do something positive. Make it beneficial for us in the long run. But I want to piggyback on what you're saying, Jojo, because look, the people that we work with primarily are former foster youth and youth in college who have experienced homelessness at some point in their lives. And where that population Mm -hmm. and group of people is concerned, one of the main goals, and rightly so, has always been stability and consistency, right? Like that's the main goal, like, Let me make sure I have my housing in place, my money in place, my food in place, hopefully my relationships in place. Some of those things for the people that I work with have typically been out of place, either here or there or for a long time. And for, I think, many of us who have experienced displacement, all we want is stuff in place. We just want things stable. And... I don't ever want to say that like stability or consistency is a, is a, is a fallacy because it's truth. You know, you can get to that place, but oftentimes just where life is concerned, we're going to experience instabilities. And so the ability to be flexible during those times is what's going to get you through. And just like you're saying, Jojo, all of these new skills that we're acquiring, including emotional skills that we're acquiring during this time is going to benefit us later on. There's no doubt about it. And it's tough going through it. It's tough adapting and learning what levels of we either have or don't have. But I think that these are all really valuable lessons and that they're going to serve us someday. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And I know that in, in um, our handout that we have about emotional flexibility, there are what, like four or five ways that we can um, connect, right? or that we can learn to cope or adapt. So there are five different ways 
that we can exercise emotional flexibility. Number one, and we'll just go through them super quickly, is we give ourselves permission to feel the way we're feeling. Just like this week, whatever we're going through, however we're responding to all of the riots and protests that are going on nationwide, give yourself a minute to sit and feel that and validate your thoughts and your feelings and know that they're real and that we have a right to them. The second tip we want to give you guys is to be present, right? Like sit with your emotions for a second. If it's negative, try to understand it. What's the root of it? What's going on? Is it situational? Is it something a little bit deeper than that? And if it's positive, to find a way to incorporate those actions into your life and to experience happiness, right? Because we can experience that as well. The third thing is not to get stuck in the negative and to really be careful of our mindset and what's, you know, what's the tape, what's the reel that's going through our mind on a regular basis. Is it negative or positive? And to understand that many times we have a say as to how we frame things in our lives and in our minds. Is it going to be positive or is it going to be negative? So don't get stuck in the negative, which is really challenging this week because of everything that we're going through as a country, but still emotional flexibility means we try to find the and be proactive, which I think is what's going on on social media right now, where we're all really being encouraged by one another for the most part to figure out what we can do um, and how we can express the positive things that we hope come out of what's going on. And then the last two tips are super basic and is what I always preach about in our Garden Stars program, which is how we take care of ourselves, making sure that our nutrition is as good as we can get it right now and pay and that we pay as much attention to what fuel we're putting into our bodies and into our minds. And the last one is exercise. Again, are we moving? Are we establishing physical flexibility and physical strength? And are we putting that time into our bodies and into our minds every single day? again you know really incorporating that wellness and that movement into your life is super important so those are our five tips give yourself permission to feel be present in the moment don't get stuck in the negativity make sure you're putting healthy fuel into your body and into your mind and move 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 your body to get your hormones and endorphins and all those positive things going so that we can experience positivity more regularly um so that is kind of our conversation about and around emotional flexibility. Anybody want to contribute or add anything to that? I will. Um, overall, uh, with everything that's going on, I really want us as a group, as a whole, as a team, as a family to come together and find the positive in everything that's going on. Um, and I say this because I actually been trying to figure out how to de-stress in everything that's going on right now. And um, for you who don't know, um, I'm an African-American woman. Um, so everything that's going on uh, with the George Floyd um, murder has been affecting me and my community mm -hmm. in South Central LA. And 
the only way for me to de-stress, honestly, it might not be the way that other people view it as being okay, but Mm -hmm. I just stay off of social media. Mm -hmm. I don't look. I don't want to see. I don't want to hear. And majority of the people who I come in contact with, um, of course, through Zoom or phone calls, um, they have been protesting. Some went to go looting. Um, Some people are making posts on social media. And they're letting our voices be heard through different um, different ways. Me personally, my way is to not view it. Um, it's not uh, to make it go away or act like if it didn't happen, mm-hmm. but it's too much. And it's okay to say mm-hmm. that it's too much. And that's the only way that I can have peace. And what's going on yeah. is to stay off of social media. So that was the overall, sorry to make everything sad. But um, I just want to give a tip that it's okay to not be on social media. It's okay to not go and protest. It's okay not to have a response for everything that's being mm-hmm. said. It's okay. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to protest. You don't have to go looting. I wouldn't go looting. Um, you don't have to do any of those things. You just mm-hmm. being who you are is enough. good. That's a good word, Jojo. That's good advice. Thank you. Opinion. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. You. Well, you. um, as up, um, thank you guys for joining me on a very difficult week and a very difficult topic. I mean, emotional flexibility is not a difficult topic to talk about, but to make it timely and and real, we felt as a group that we wanted to address uh, what was going on nationally, and I'm glad that we did, and to hopefully give some advice and shed some light how we can all cope with it and adapt to it. I hope not, but become more emotionally strong and flexible. Absolutely. That's my goal for this podcast, and thank you guys for sharing your information and your personal stories and being so candid with us again, like you always are. And um, we're going to move on to how we wrap up every podcast, which is on a lighter note. And um, we're going to share some tips, tricks, or picks with you this week. And Daisy, we're going to start with you. What's your tip, trick, or pick for the week? So my pick of the week is, um, you know, since a lot of stuff is going on at the same time, there are some, there is a cool thing that's happening right now. And I was talking about it with Monica and the, there's two American yes. astronauts that mm-hmm. landed in space. Um, so my pick goes out to them. I hope that they complete their missions and that they can make that's it home awesome. safe when they're done. And super positive and hopeful. I And I miss. I missed it on the news. That is like something I should have been watching and I didn't watch it. So I need to go back and watch the footage of it and like inform myself a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of lives and then it shows like them actually like the things. How long are they going to be out there? And up there, wherever they are. Sitting. I'm not sure. I try to look it up 
but uh, no, I don't know. They just do have to have like some time up there. I think they're gonna clean it, um, maintain the the space International mm-hmm. Space mm-hmm. Center. <laughs> and that's awesome. Yeah, the space station. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you for I'm sharing. Sure that's a good one. Going. Jojo, tip, trick, or pick of the week. I have a tip, but I did want to comment on Daisy's thing really quick. You see how that positivity goes yes. I notice That right there, I missed that because I wanted to stay off of social media. I didn't do any news, any anything like that, and I missed that. Yes. That would have been something I would have been interested in. So find the positives like Daisy did. Yes. Everybody yes. just find some positivity going on. Um, my tip would be change your language and I know I know that sounds really broad but to be honest you can take it how you how you want it for me changing my language would be instead of saying I'm angry I will say I'm feeling angry right now Jojo's full of like words. Yeah, I'm saying that's today. a good one. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. No, that's pretty much it. Uh, you just have to find the positivity in everything that's going on. Like that little phrase had that little sentence, well, right. sentence structure change. Right made me feel better because now I'm not labeling myself as an angry person I'm just being present using Monica's word being present (laughs) with my emotions that I'm having right now yes it's okay to have those emotions but you need to know that that's not who you are. That's just what you're feeling. Okay, no, 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 no. So and I'm not going to go into <laughs> linguistics or break out my grammar rule book or anything, but there is something with the verb tense that you're using and that that one is conditional and not permanent, right? It's just what's going on in the moment. It doesn't mean exactly. it's, a, it's a permanent state that you're in. And I am so going to practice using that this week that is really really good that is so good because I say that things is, yeah. yeah I say things like I'm mad, your language everybody. but like am I that or is that just something I'm experiencing in the moment right no you're yeah. not a mad person it's just something so good you right there so good moment. I'll put a time limit on your not a time limit on your emotion but be aware mm. and be present. Which is in line with our little five tips for today about emotional flexibility. Oh, Joe. I mean, I just want to drop the mic and leave Ooh. right there. But, <laughs> but I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to because <laughs> I want to give a tip. And you guys know that I've been an English professor and have been for 20 years. So, of course, I would say something like this. But I'm going to, like, disclose a little something. Even though my master's in English lit you would assume I loved reading, right? Like I've always loved reading. And for most of my life, I did. But I'd say probably for about the last five to six years, I read for work, but I don't read for pleasure. And I kind of had moved away from that because for many reasons, professionally, my career is going in a, a little bit of a different area. 
Um, I found other things to do rather than read that brought me joy and maybe um, a place where I could disconnect from what was going on. But I, in the last few weeks, have really rediscovered reading, like just sitting down, selecting my material, selecting a book that I wanted to read, exploring authors that were new to me, going back to some of the classics, and really just indulging in the process of reading and losing myself in a story again, or gaining new information. And I had not experienced that for a long time. So I started a few weeks ago with Becoming by Michelle Obama because my sons bought it for me and I'd wanted to read it for like a year and I finally read it. And then I had just been tearing through books and I'm a fast reader anyway. Really, it's more than that. It's my escape from kind of everything that's going on. And I still, my brain isn't turning to mush, right? Like I'm internalizing new words, new patterns and all this good stuff again. So you know, if I could give anybody a tip, and if you are a reader or you want to, like, start to practice the love of reading, pick up a book that you want to read. I'm talking a physical book with pages and paper and hold it in your hands and, like, experience it again in a way that maybe you did a long time ago outside of your student life. So that's honestly my tip of the week and it's been effective for me and I'm really glad I'm rediscovering my love of books and reading because I missed it. I'm like, thank you, Monica. Yeah, that's a good one. I know a lot of people right. stress and be like, oh, get an ebook, get an ebook. No, right. with everything that's going on right yeah. now, we have to get back right that that feel of having that book in our hand uh-huh and just filling the pages as we turn it and everything thank you. about that so thank that's you. a very good tip Monica. okay i approve yeah especially since yeah. a lot of stuff now has gone electronic it's good to really just yeah feel that break live in the moment feel everything right it makes me feel smart again you know what i do i play a little jazz <laughs> no. Or I put on a little like study music or whatever, and I open my book and I'm just quiet with it. I put some good lighting in my little, you know, office area. And it's like, it's seriously a sanctuary for me right now. And it's one where I feel like, okay, not that your sanctuary is ever a waste, but for me, I feel like it's developing my brain again. It's developing my language skills and critical thinking skills, all this stuff that I teach. And so anyway, I don't want to go off on that too much because that's a whole podcast for me, but I wanted to share it with you guys and encourage you in that way. Okay. Okay. One more story. I was in Barnes and Noble today with my son because I needed a little break from all of this. And I told him I got, I picked up Lord of the Rings because it's, it's a movie that I love. I love all of them. And I am so um, upset with myself that I've gone this long in my life and have never read it. So I'm actually going to start reading it. And then he asked me, okay, where are you going next? I said, I'm going to children's lit, like to the children's section. He goes, you're going to the children's section. He started laughing at me. I'm like, I have really good children's lit that to this day I enjoy. So they don't have to be like long novels. If you enjoy a small novel as a child, as a kid, as a teenager, pick it up again, see how you the work at this age right because I loved don't laugh Judy Bloom I love C.S. Lewis I learned so many things through (laughs) children's novels or young adult reading and I still love to go back to those so 
I'm going to like reestablish my little young adult children's library for myself because every once in a while I'll just pick it up and like blow through one of those books in a day and a half. And I feel so positive about it. So. Uh. Yeah. And also, you know how the whole thing about the series on Netflix and there's so many mm-hmm. series about anything and they're so yes. interesting to watch. There's some books that are literally like a series in your mind and it's so cool yeah like one of the books i really like oh my gosh um, yes you guys read that one yeah like a whole movie like a whole series so great like Mm -hmm. in your mind so anyway those are my tips i know i rambled on about that but hopefully that was useful to somebody um anyway okay so we want to go through some of our program changes really quickly like we've mentioned every week Uh, We are entirely virtual in terms of our programming this summer. We will be virtual through the fall as far as we know at this point. And we are coming up with all sorts of new forms of technology to bring the best of our program to you. Thanks to this amazing team that I'm really blessed to work with right now. So we'll send all that information to you. Again, we are at CSUB Guardians on Instagram please look for us because we're making um, announcements there at least a few times a week. And we have our Insta story. It's pretty active Monday through Thursday right now. And uh, we just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in, for listening. We hope that um, you stay with us as we grow, as we learn, as we process the world and try to give you some great skills and tips as to how to move through this really tumultuous time. But thanks for hanging in there with us. Share us with your friends, your family, your colleagues. We really want to reach as many people as possible. And we're just grateful to be here. Thank you all today. Thank you, Jojo, Daisy. Uh, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening to all. Yeah. All right, everybody. Be well. Be safe. Take care of yourselves (laughs) out there, especially if you're taking part in the protests and the demonstrations. Uh, Be very safe. We want to see you guys here next week again. And thanks, everybody. We appreciate you. Stay flexible. Bye.